Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Perry. And this is our podcast, P.S. We, we have, have orders. orders. Shannon, how are you on this fine day? Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I've had a fun day. Um, well, not really. I woke up and I mowed the lawn and it was like 95 degrees and humid because that's the Midwest for you for some reason. Humid? Uh, like that yeah. humid? Granted, you're in Japan, so maybe it's not as humid there, but comparatively to what I'm used to and like my comfort level, it's way too high. Like I came in afterwards and I laid on my floor and when I got back up there was a perfect imprint of my body just made out of sweat and that was disgusting um but then I had a really fun appointment after that so I was it was a pretty good day overall so how about you how's your your brief morning going um we are prepping for a typhoon supposed to be hitting us around like Tuesday-ish lucky you oh very good it's the first one that's at least come by us this season and okay. it's projected to swing under us and then probably okay. kind of coast up behind us and go hit China or up by Korea. <laughs> gotcha. So you've kind of like escaped it for the most part. Yeah. For the last like couple years we've been here, we really haven't had like a bad, like a really, really bad typhoon. Actually, the summer before we got here, I think mm-hmm. it was Storm Trammy. I could be wrong. And it really wrecked. It did some serious damage. Like, I know I actually posted a picture of you running on the seawall, and that yes, whole area yeah. was all ripped up. Oh, really? So yeah. they had to put it all back together? Yeah. Ooh. So yeah, that was a really unattractive yet. photo, but I really, I think it captured the essence of how I was feeling that day. Oh, that's why I Which, got Which, funny posted. enough, I'm wearing that same shirt from that day. Yes. I just realized that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had That's to post funny. it because it's honestly one of my favorite pictures of you, like a candid picture, because you're just like, just so carefree, <laughs> just running, and I'm like, across That's, rocks. Yeah, I'm like, that's so dangerous because if she eats it, we can't get to her very quickly. <laughs> the, and the crabs me. would get me. The crabs would just carry you away. <laughs> and then the abus would come after me. They would finish you off. They would just finish you yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, boy. It's not too much going on for us. Um okay. so we're just kinda so doing get... typhoon prep, bring gonna bring everything inside on Monday, grill and mm-hmm. all and um not gonna actually put the grill in our living room, we're just gonna put it on the inside of our patio area so it's not near the winds or anything, can't be knocked over and break stuff. Got you. Yeah, so. I mean, you could bring it inside and start grilling. Did I ever tell you? I'm sure I did. I'm going to tell the podcast thing community, however, um, that speaking of grills inside is I was once trying to cook a pizza, a frozen pizza, uh, but the Airbnb I was in didn't have a oven and there was a hurricane outside and I ended up taking a toaster and turning it on its side and just cutting the frozen pizza and then putting the slices in the toaster <laughs> to cook it. Um, and then it started smoking like a lot. Yeah, uh, and so then I had to open the window, but then like the hurricane was like in full force. So there's just like water pooling underneath the smoking toaster. And this is how Perry got banned off of Airbnb. 
I swear, I was like, I'm never, ever going to regain my <laughs> reputation from this. But nothing bad happened. Um, I think I ended up giving up on the toaster idea and eating cold pizza during a hurricane. You just, you just gave up. You were like, ah, this is my yeah. life now. Yeah, it was not the smartest thing I've done, but I've also jumped into a lake during a thunderstorm. So, like, I would not say, like, my storm awareness is really great. Mm. Uh, I would not recommend anybody taking safety tips from me at, at any point, honestly. No. So, no. yeah, but, um, yeah, that's pretty anyways. much what's all going on in my world. Um, okay, so is that all your housekeeping? Anything yeah. else? Any corrections or anything? No, nothing, nothing that I'm aware of. If I made any oopsies, just let me know. Okay. obviously if anyone has any updates or follow-ups especially with like our episode about like all about japan if mm-hmm. you have a different perspective don't hesitate to send us a dm because yeah. we'd love to relay this information yeah i didn't get yelled at i didn't <laughs> yeah but so fostering update the two og gray kittens got adopted i think we covered that two weeks ago and then i had the demon tuxedo cat and the demon tuxedo cat got adopted by this little girl who was like absolutely in love with her and like was so happy to get her. It was so cute. And then I had two orange boys that I picked up. So at this point, we still have the two orange boys. Um, but then the shelter reached out because they uh, are at complete capacity right now. I mean, typically during the summers between kitten season and, you know, people leaving their dogs out in the summer, like in the heat here, you know, you can't do that. So they've taken a lot of. Um, strays that are like trying to find shade and stuff so they con they reached out and they were like hey we really really need a foster for these two puppies is there any is there any way you could help us out and of course so, you just you know you had of to say of course that. i said yes so anyways i'll we'll put up a picture of them they're so cute the owner like surrendered them because they said it was an unexpected litter Okay. First of all, fix your dogs. Second of all, if you can't afford to fix your dogs, you should find a rescue that will give you discounted fixing dogs because that's what the rescue that I foster for really promotes because they really promote people, you know, keeping their dogs and just yeah. allowing them to get, like, the health care that they need for their dogs, um, which is awesome, which is why I love them so much. Which I do agree with that. Yeah, me too. Like, you don't have to be a perfect person to have and love an animal. No. Like, just let somebody help you out if you need a little bit of help. You know, because a dog would be much happier staying in its home with its family and then you getting a little bit of assistance just to take care of its, you know, medical stuff. Yeah. That's what I, I, I just think it kind of comes down to a lot of people with, like, the ego issue with admitting they need help. Right. And, like, right. all reality, if you have a female dog, when they go into heat, they're miserable. And then you also have to be wary if you take them for walks that a male is not loose and is going to jump on your dog. Right. Exactly. And vice exactly. versa. you got to watch out if you have a dog that's a boy that isn't fixed. If they smell a female that's not fixed and she's in heat, they're going to run for her. And you're just going to create this this issue for both sides. If you're not, I I know I can sit on on my soapbox all day about animal rights and stuff. Right. But anyways, these puppies. These puppies. These puppies (laughs) are brought in. They're super cute. Um, They're two completely different coats, sizes, colors, everything. So I have a hard time believing they're from the same litter. No, it's fully possible. Yeah, but one of them really looks like an entire month older than the other one. So I just have them for a little while. It's just between when I pick them up and then when they can get fossil, like uh, neutered and then they can go to their forever homes. They both have homes already. It's just a matter of, um, you know, until they can get fixed. Um, so in the meantime, I've just been cleaning up pee. 
just constantly. I swear Murphy was the best dog. I don't remember ever cleaning up this much pee. But maybe that's just because I have twice as many puppies in my house right now. Maybe. So there's a lot of pee. And the, the other one pooped and then ate the poop. And it was just, it oh. was just, it's just been a lot, Shannon. <laughs> so when I first got the puppies, like they wouldn't let anybody even pet them. Like they were so scared of people and it was really sad. They like didn't really, obviously had never like been on a couch before and stuff like that. So I think it was great because I was able to like just give them love and like pick them up on the couch and give them snuggles and kind of get them used to people. So yeah. that was really great. I think that's a but, pretty big, pretty big points right there. So you can socialize them and get them socialized with humans to show yeah. that. You know, not all humans are horrible trash people. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's been rewarding, but I think I, I had to buy more paper. Like, I had plenty of paper towels, and I already had to buy more paper towels. <laughs> so, that's my literal housekeeping. <laughs> more paper towels with Perry and Shannon. <laughs> yes. So, Perry. Changing the podcast name. Yes, yes, yes. So, I guess for this week's MMR, we have decided, because mm-hmm. we are both tattooed ladies, to yes. talk about our favorite, least favorite mm-hmm. tattoo, and then mm-hmm. even, like, you know, why are they your favorites, why are they your least favorite, and even, like, what's the worst place you got a tattoo? Okay. So, Perry, I'm going to let you kick that off. Okay. So, I think my favorite tattoo, that's a hard one. I, I have to say the cartoon dinosaur on my butt cheek because I just know it's going to make an orderly in my nursing home laugh hysterically the first oh, time they 100%. have to wipe my butt. And I love it. And it didn't hurt. Um, today I got a bigger uh, piece on like my stomach and that hurt a lot. Yeah, <laughs> But I also sat for yet. five hours, which was the longest I've ever sat. So I would say that. I, I've also had two well I guess this makes three rib tattoos and I did not think it was like significantly worse than the one I got on my thigh or my arm or anything like that so I think that people say rib tattoos are the worst I don't think that's actually necessarily true at least Um, for you for me personally anything with like a lot of saturation and shading where they're just kind of going it over and over again for me it's not so much like the bones underneath that hurt it's like the flesh itself that hurts so um yeah so I would say Cartoon dinosaur. My least favorite is probably my tired panda. Um, just because it healed really poorly. Yeah. I have a tired panda on my bicep. I got it with Shannon in Germany. We went to a tattoo convention. So like I love the memory of getting yeah. it, but it just healed really poorly and so it's like faded. So I think if I could do it again, I would put it somewhere else that maybe didn't rub as much so it would have healed better. Makes sense. How about you? You have more tattoos than I do for sure. Only a so. few more. <laughs> I don't even know how many I have. I think I have ten. I, I know I'm in nine or ten at this point. I think last time I counted, I think I was at thirteen or fifteen. I honestly kind of lost track at this point. So okay. even but what's ever your favorite since... of the twenty? That okay, you have? out of like all of mine, I'd have to say if I really had to pick, like especially with like best memory, is probably mm-hmm. my three leaf clover I have above my elbow from Dublin. Mm-hmm. I got that done at a time in my life where I was having a really, really rough time. And that was the time frame I found out my dog had to be put down. I just had appendicitis. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Perry remembers that. That was, was like, right after I was there. I remember that. Because Shannon, okay, Shannon, like, was not feeling well. And she was, and I was leaving because I had already PCS, but I came back for a snowboarding trip and to visit Shannon and stuff like this. And, like, 
we're, I spend the night at her house. Yep. The night before, she has to take me back to Frankfurt, which is like a two and a half, three hour drive, yeah. depending on traffic. It's normally like two and change. And she's like, I don't feel good. Like, I just don't feel good. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know. Maybe something she ate. I don't really know. Yeah, which that's originally and, what we thought it was. Yeah. And then I leave. I say, thank you so much for the ride. And then which I leave. And then I'm you, on a. F- was a mm-hmm. four hour drive because of traffic. Remember? It was yeah, horrendous it was... traffic. That one yeah. time there was a car accident or something. Right. And then. I get on a plane for, like, seven hours, and then, like, I don't hear anything from her. Which is unusual. Nothing. I'm like, yeah. And I can't remember if you texted me or if it was Sean that texted me. It was Sean. And he was like, hey, Perry, Shannon went into surgery. I'm like, what happened? I saw her. She was the last person I saw. What happened? He's like, yeah, apparently she had appendicitis. What? I have a really bad history of these things. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, that was Okay, so yeah, you had the, the three-leaf clover because yeah. it was happy or it was, it was hard. It was a bad time. Well, the reason why I got it is because not only did we go to – I went to Ireland and Dublin and all that, but I wanted to get a literally a permanent piece of good luck on my arm considering the it. last, like, three months have been nothing but, like, trash. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm not very superstitious because I was like, you know what? F it. I really want this. I'm going to get it. I absolutely love it. It's in a perfect little spot, and I don't know. It's just it's probably one of my favorites because of the memory, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of really fun stories I have from Dublin as well, which we'll have to talk about maybe next St. Patty's Day. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so what's your? I mean, I can guess what your you least favorite tattoo think. is, and I know we've talked about it before, okay. but just in case there's one you hate more, what's your least favorite? Probably my least favorite is the one I'm actually in the process of getting covered up, which I don't plan on posting any pictures until it's finished because it's literally going to be a two to three parter tattoo. Part one has been started. I'm, I have a itty bitty little like what two inch by two inch tattoo above my yeah. ankle that I got with someone that I don't talk to anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because this tattoo that cost me like $80, super small tattoo, is now going to cost me probably anywhere between $800 to $1,000 to completely cover up. Yeah. But though, the quality of tattoo I'm getting over it is just like many moons better. And this yeah. is where I really want to harp to people. Do your research on your tattoo artist because I have my fair share of tattoos that I'm mm-hmm. now paying double to triple even four times more than what i put up for the original tattoo to get fixed or even covered mm-hmm. up but yeah that's, that's like, and exciting. i guess um least favorite spot i've ever gotten tattooed um mm-hmm. on my other side i have i got some japanese work because obviously mm-hmm. i've been in japan and i'm gonna be here for a little bit and i want to yeah. represent my time there um i told my artist to take this rope from my piece mm-hmm. and like kind of wrap it around my ankle bone and kind of bring it down I don't know if there's some lost translation trans- translation here. Mm-hmm. He went right over my bone. Oof. And I thought I was dying. Literally, the, the owner of that shop wasn't the one who was tattooing me. It was her guest that was. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because she comes over because she could hear me, like, like <laughs> saying, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, my God. Someone just yeah. told me, like, take me out of my misery. Or actually, my yeah. what I normally say is pain is beauty, pain is beauty. <laughs> Over yeah. Me today, I was like, it's going to be so pretty when it's done. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> be like, this detail is going to be amazing. <laughs> but the best part is, as I'm like trying to keep my life together so I'm not moving, so it doesn't hurt, mm-hmm. like, so it doesn't, he yeah, doesn't have to fix anything. The owner of the shop literally comes over and just put, places chocolate 
by my head with little pieces of chocolate and just places so and she sweet. goes, you okay? And I'm like, I'm okay. It's like, okay. here. Yeah. So Perry, do you want to talk yes. about our episode today? Yes, I'm super excited about this episode. Um, pretty much right after we started, like pretty early into season one on Instagram, another military spouse had reached out to us because she, her name is Jeanette. She's um, actually, I think her husband's out now. So I guess she's like a veteran military spouse. But um, she reached out to us and was asking about potentially, you know, sharing her message on our show um, as well to reach a bigger audience. And her message is that of the MyCAA program. Shannon and I both mentioned it on our education episode, but we were trying to cover a lot. And I really think we focused more on the GI Bill than the MyCAA and she's even, she's so amazing. She has a master's degree in extra certifications. She was a teacher during COVID. So she actually helped me record the thing because Shannon did have some technical difficulties in the middle. So she wasn't able to take the lead, which she usually does. Yeah. Um, I had to call in so my have... uh, personal IT comm yeah. specialist, aka my husband, to come and AKA fix my yeah. audio. Yes. Yeah. Save me um, from my breakdown. So, so we had an interview with Jeanette. We're really excited to share it with you. Uh, Shannon's really not in there until the tail end, but she's definitely there in spirit. So, um, yeah, she has a book coming out soon, and she's going to talk about that near the end of the interview. So please stay tuned and listen to our interview with Jeanette. So Shannon and I are going to be recording with Jeanette today, and she is going to be talking to us about the MyCAA program. She is apparently a professional, just the best of the best, so she's going to share everything she knows about it. Shannon's not actually with us today because of some uh, technical difficulties. I'm going to carry the torch, and we're going to get going. So welcome. Um, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Yeah, my name's Jeanette. Uh, I currently live in Montana. Uh, my spouse and I met uh, when he was still a civilian uh, and I was in graduate school at the time in Virginia and then he joined the Navy. He enlisted in the Navy and he did that for five years. Um, sadly, he got hurt and uh, discharged and is now a 100% disabled veteran. But from that experience, I've had experience using the active duty education benefits for spouses, as well as the disabled veteran education benefits for spouses. Um, so for that reason, just having all this knowledge and seeing all the misconceptions that I mostly see on social media, um, the amount of misinformation out there just is really baffling to me. And then also, sadly, because it gets updated by Congress every year, even the websites for the programs themselves are inaccurate. So I started this blog to try to fight this misinformation and help help spouses use their benefits in a successful way. Yeah. So you must be updating that blog constantly then if every single year it updates. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I wrote a book last summer, um, you know, COVID summer. What are you going to do? Start a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote a book last summer about my CAA, and that was completely for 2020. And I was like, I need to hold off for because I was going to publish it in like what November, and then looking at maybe January, February is where I'd get updated again. Right. Um. So I was like, oh, yeah, I should wait for the updates. And of course, we've seen Congress and 
all the things that have gone and haven't gone through right. uh, in Congress. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there as it is because it is the most accurate and up-to-date and you know it's an e-file. I can just go in and update it as needed. Okay. Well, that's great. I'm sure it's going to take more than the time we have, but can you give us like a brief description of the MyCAA program? Because Shannon and I covered it, but it sounds like you have done a lot more research than we have. So do you want to just kind of talk about what exact, like what exactly it is? Yeah. Okay. So it is a scholarship for active duty military spouses. And your spouse has to be between the ranks of E1 to E5, O1 to O2, and W1 to W2. A misconception that people have is that Coast Guard spouses don't qualify. That was true until 2020. Now all branches of the military qualify. And another catch is your spouse has to be on Title 10 orders. So that means your spouse can be a reservist. However, they have to be on Title 10 orders while you're using it. However, that doesn't mean you have to have the program entirely completed before they end their Title X orders. And that's actually a hack that I did myself that people tell you you can't do, but you can. Okay. Uh, so, so if anybody has questions about that, please reach out to me on social media, millspouse.education. Okay. Um, but my biggest um, thing that I see misconceptions about is that you can't use it if you have a bachelor's degree or higher. And I have, I have my master's and I used it for graduate school, actually. Oh, I, did, wow. I, continued, I continued some more uh, graduate work and even got an additional endorsement onto my teaching license using my CAA and totally was able to, I got like 33 graduate credits out of it. Oh my gosh. And of course, of course, teachers, teacher salaries, our salaries depend on how many credits we have and how many years of experience. So I was really able to use it to help me get higher up on the ladder and there's just so much value here. And I think a big misconception is that yes, it can only be used for associate's degrees. It can only be used for licenses and certifications. However, that is much more of a broad spectrum than, than I even originally thought because when I first heard of it, I had a friend who used it for esthetician school. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was substitute teaching at the time. I just didn't see how my CAA could be of any benefit to me. And I really wish I had known at the time because I was just substitute teaching and had all this time that I could have done me my CAA yeah. during that time. And of course, it's when I was like fully full-time working that I discovered, oh, wow, I can't actually <laughs> use this of course. in a beneficial of way. Course, yeah. and, and, and then my husband getting hurt, hey, we have nine months till he's getting discharged. It became, I have to use $4,000 of funding in nine months. Like, how am I going to get this done. So it was a very, on a very tight timeline. I learned a lot of the, the ins and outs and like basically the hacks of if you're on short time or if you're, if you're having a really unique education situation that there's ways to use it. So let me ask you this. So I have my master's and my husband is promoting to E6. So he will no longer, well, I'll no longer qualify. Uh, and he'll be doing that in about a year. So if I enrolled right now, would I be able to use it for something. Yes, this is why I'm the, the pro on this. Okay, so as of 2020, this is the recent change, and this is why I'm telling you there's so much misinformation out there. As of 2020, they now allow, if you start a program and your spouse gets promoted, they allow you to finish it. Okay. However, it has to be the same education plan, okay? And this is getting 
really into the weeds. Yeah. But when you use MyCAA, you have to have an education plan with this specific school. That education plan says specifically what classes you need, and it has the dollar signs on it for what MyCAA says they're going to pay for. Okay? okay. So that specific education plan is all that you would be able to finish after he gets promoted. However, something I did was I found programs that were cheaper than $4,000 and finished one education plan, went and did another, did two education plans and still had about $300 remaining. I went and did another education plan and then my spouse was discharged and because of, because of the program I chose, I had a few months to complete the coursework. Um, so, so actually I wouldn't be discouraged if you wanted to get some extra certification or something, there's definitely, um, and I'm happy to help you find something, um, before he gets promoted. Okay. All right. That's, I don't even know where I would go with that, but I'm sure there's like a lot of options, but I guess I probably I'm in the same boat as like a lot of other people. Like, let's say, you know, you have it and you want it, but you're not really sure what to do. Is there like any programs or schools or like, how do you begin to find a place to use this? So that's really what my book is about okay. because I want, and like, at least this is like from like a, like coaching, like coaching someone mm -hmm. is uh, I really want uh, spouses to think not about the piece of paper, but think about the skill set they want mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives. Right. And uh, I would totally encourage a spouse if she's just told, like, let's say you, let's say you're just like, Hey, I want to learn photography. Okay, girlfriend, go learn photography. This is a skill you want for the rest of your life. You have this $4,000. You obviously have a timeline of less than a year. Right. Uh, why not just go and do the damn thing? Like, I, I just totally feel like you have that funding, right? Yeah. And you can justify that to the government by saying, hey, uh, maybe accounting isn't as transportable. I need to go into business for myself. I, I think about being an entrepreneur. You can do the same with graphic design. You could become a yoga instructor. There's all, all kinds of things that you can do with this. Um, it, it, you just think outside the box. It's not just about the piece of paper. I really encourage it's about what you feel like will help you the knowledge, right? That's really why, we, why we're um, doing it to begin with. Okay, I got you. So like, let's say I've been really interested ever since I lived in Germany. I was like, I wanna learn more German. So I was thinking about trying to do like an associates in German. So you're saying if I could enroll now, um, I would be able to complete an associates in German as long as I started it before my husband promoted. So I've researched a lot of programs, but I have yet to research <laughs> an associates in German. It's um, very rare, it does... and it's usually like German literature. <laughs> like it's very hard and specific. It is, yeah, pretty specific. And I didn't tell you this, but I'm a I'm a French teacher, so I'm totally <laughs> into languages and would totally geek out researching this for you. But um, it does pay for an associates. You know, the upper level German classes are going to be beyond an associates. However, there's definitely got to be like a certificate that would totally be covered. And I'm actually thinking of a specific university I have in mind right now that would do that online for you. Um, we can talk about that. Yes, after. But, send um, me some links. Yeah, I'm happy to give you some academic counseling too. But yeah, that's totally possible. And then uh, a lot of spouses, okay, so my number one advice for spouses is you have to have a goal that you tell the government and then you have to have your education plan you make with your school. With your goal, 
do not pigeonhole yourself with something that is so specific you can't back out of it okay mm -hmm. so for me as a high school teacher for example i did not I, i'm certified in english and french but i did not say i want to be an english high school teacher i said i wanted to do education mm -hmm. kept it very broad and because i said i wanted to do education i could zoom in and do gifted and talented education i could do english as a second language i could do becoming a reading specialist there was all these options i left open because i didn't say specifically ninth through 12th grade i left it very open mm -hmm. if i wanted to study to be a principal i could have um, and that's my advice when you make your goal with the government you can't change it afterwards okay so if you could say i want to be an entrepreneur or I'm interested in, uh, you could say learning a language or, uh, you know what, even with accounting, you could say, hey, we're getting stationed in Germany. I think I need basic German to be able to be an accountant. Possibly an accountant right there. That okay, could, could so you see like a broad justification. Mm -hmm. keep, it, keep it broad because that's what the government just wants to know that you're not, uh, you know, taking yoga when you said you want to, you know, be a you know be a german teacher or something I like they you. want to make sure that it aligns but mm -hmm. if you really get super specific about something those entire four thousand dollars have to go just to, that. just to that so so i recommend backing it up and if you're like oh entrepreneurship or oh uh child care you know just like mm -hmm. child development or something like that keeping it like broader you know like business finance economics so let me ask you this like what would be the logistics so i think about what i want and then i find a school or a program and then i apply and get a, a like a schedule and then i go to my caa and try to get it funded what's the order of operations yeah order of operations here would be i would say first keep in mind full disclosure i am not dod okay i am right. not like this is just me learning hard knocks and like being like, wow, people need to know this. Yeah. And also what I really want to emphasize to spouses is that um, there's a lot of scams out there Okay. that when they see military spouses, they see dollar signs. Okay. And uh, they're really trying to recruit spouses really hard. And what I would say is of course, call military warn source. Okay? okay. They are the official source. And I would be absolutely wrong to not, um, to not like tell you to do that. But my recommendation and my advice is to find the program for yourself. And that's where I'm like happy to help. And I, I've like scoped out so many programs for using my CAA, but also right. I have these disabled veteran, mm -hmm. um, like education benefits too, like finding something that's high value for the money. Cause you only get but so much funding. Right. Right. Uh, so is it $4,000 one time and that's it? It's $4,000 once and that's it. Okay. Yeah. But you get as when you start to use it, you have three years to finish using it. And okay. there's some limitations of like, oh, you only get $2,000 a fiscal year. And oh, by the way, the fiscal year starts in October. Uh, okay, that makes so much sense. Uh, you know, <laughs> so she would so most there, schools there, to start in like August. Yeah, so that doesn't yeah. work. And that's, that's what my book gets into. And honestly, okay. from writing the book, I'm like, I should probably just make a bunch of YouTube videos. I think that would make it yeah. way more understandable from teaching this past year, seeing that video is much more, much more informative. But, yes. but for you and your situation, the, the issue is military one source and the government can't tell you, 
Hey, I think, uh, I think University of Missouri is a great place for you. They mm -hmm. cannot endorse a specific school. They can't do that. And there are for-profit schools, there are scams that have gotten approved by my CAA, and they can tell you yes or no if this program's approved and you can use your funding on it, but they can't tell you like, hey, girlfriend, that's a scam. Yeah. Like they can't. Is there, do you feel comfortable like telling the world like what's something maybe we should avoid? You know what? I would love to, but there was actually a lawsuit uh, not very long ago of a student who had gotten ripped off by one of these scams. Okay. Completely, yeah, getting sued for defamation and all these other things. So my advice and links I will put on my website uh, are if you just look up my CAA scam or if if you have a specific school that you found out about, just type in the word scam after their name. And if stuff comes up, please, please read it. Yes, because Would you say there's, that? there's some interesting Reddit threads out there of service members being like, hey, my wife got totally ripped off. Yeah. Like, what's happening? You know, it's really sad. I, I think for me, and this is just like a life thing, rule of thumb, if somebody messages you on Facebook out of the blue trying to sell a school, like that's probably not a good school to attend. Would you agree? So what... What spouses don't realize is it's almost like an MLM where if they recruit you to use your benefits with that school, they get a kickback for it. Yeah. So they're targeting specifically military spouses. And why are the schools doing this strategy? Because they know it's effective, right? Mm -hmm. Because because the military spouse community has let that like, you know, like MLMs are popular. They know that this right. kind of like word of word of mouth is effective. Yes. And I know this might seem totally contradictory because I'm the one now spreading the word. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'm not like, if I recommend a program to you, this comes from looking at a ton of options and Oh, by the way, uh, you should know the schools I went to are like, you know, like, very large state schools with really yeah. good names that make my resume look better and not like oh where where is this school i haven't heard of it you know right. so it's just like helpful so yeah i would be leery if someone's like contacting you or oh when you sign up use my referral link uh okay. major red flag just yeah. red flags okay yeah that's mm -hmm. kind of what i was thinking um, so let's talk about we've mentioned your book a bunch of times you said you published it no, it's coming out August it's coming 15th. Out. August, August 15th. 15th. Okay. And yeah. what's its name? Where can we find it? Tell me all about it. It's the most straightforward title because I wanted to be something sassy and clever, but I was like, you know what? Just getting people to find it. It's just, you know, how right. to use my CAA. Okay. The the title of the book, uh, the My CAA Scholarship, A Guide for Active Duty Military Spouses. Okay, awesome. And that comes out and it'll be on my website in August. Mm -hmm. And um, if you can send me a link to your website, I will make sure that I include that in my show notes. Um, yeah. So people can find it from this podcast. And then you we found each other on Instagram. So I know you're on Instagram. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any other social media? Anything else you want to plug? Yeah, I have a, my military spouse education Facebook page, but then I also have a motivated mill spouse uh, Facebook group, uh, which is where I think the rubber really meets the road because I see so many spouses asking questions on social media, but everyone not having the most the important. It would be really, really helpful for me to be like, and also for other spouses who have used those programs possibly, you know, like we could definitely 
we're building a community where we can share about that and just be motivated about not just education in general or necessarily our careers, but just like motivated and like living a healthy lifestyle and just everything else that would be beneficial for spouses. Yeah, that's awesome. Is there anything else about my CAA that I didn't ask you about and we didn't touch on that you want to share? Any last words? Uh, yeah, my number one thing, everyone, is uh, make sure that the institution is regionally accredited. A lot of people might think, oh, well, wouldn't nationally accredited be better than regionally accredited? No, that's not the case. Uh, Why is that? Regional accreditation is uh, because when, uh, it's my understanding that in the history of education, when schools started getting accreditation, okay, you have like Harvard, right? They're in the Northeast the Northeast and the Ivy Leagues, they came together and said, hey, we need to start making standards for education. And they created a coalition based around uh, evaluating different, evaluating schools based on their quality. And that was done regionally because to do it nationally is very, very difficult in terms of like, that's just so much, right? Because we have different branches of the military for a reason, right. to, like subdivide and make things, right. make things a little more manageable. Um, so there's one for the Southeast, there's one for the West, there's one for the Northeast. Um, so definitely look for it to be regionally accredited. Um, and then for your professional licenses, like for example, being an esthetician or a teacher, or a lawyer, uh, all these things do vary state by state. So I'd be very leery if someone says, oh, this is national teacher certification that doesn't exist. Um, so just okay. be on be on the lookout that, you know, it is state to state and they're working to help help military spouses with that difficulty. But that's just a reality that just like how schools are regionally accredited, you also know that moving state to state, you have licenses that will have to be moving with you. Right. And I know there's like a separate um, like grant that the military has set up. So if you need to move your license, yeah. once mm -hmm. you have it, they can help you. I don't know what it is yeah. off the top of my head, but. Yep, it's new. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is new. It's like in the last three years, right? Yeah, I wish I had had it. <laughs> once upon <laughs> a time, I really. Because it's for reimbursement. Maybe you can slide that in and be like, I know this is from oh, yeah. 2014, but can you please yeah. listen? <laughs> no, really. Yeah, that was. That's for sure. I wish I had that back then, but really happy for those who benefit from it now. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. I want to just chime in. Sorry, I oh, just hi, welcome, email. Shannon. Hi. hi. Yes. I've been sitting in the lobby, and we finally got everything figured out with my mic. Um, so I want to say uh -huh. hi. Everything you've already been saying sounds hi. amazing. Oh, great. Um, I look forward to hearing the rest of this in the beginning because I feel like I missed a majority of it. You, you did. Uh, we're just wrapping up now. I know we have like a limit on our Zoom recording. But yeah, no, Shannon, we did a terrible job covering my CAA. I just want you to know that we did a really bad job. So, Well, it sounds <laughs> no, like we'll have to do part two. Yeah, it's okay to totally know the basics. But like, for example, this is why you re need really individual counseling, right? Because Perry, for your uh, your, your example is just so great of like, Hey, I'm not fitting the mold of wanting mm -hmm. to do, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever it is I want to do. Yeah. 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 And what I, I just really encourage people, it's use it or lose it. It really is. You don't get it. Back. Most definitely is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't want to throw away free money basically. Okay. One yeah, last question. Could, if I like started a program and then I ran out of my CAA, could I just like get the post 9-11 GI Bill to like finish that out? Mm, I would not recommend tapping into a 
GI Bill for a, a certification like this? Because if it's something that my CAA would pay the bulk of, okay, so this is a total other part of military spouse education, thinking of the GI Bill. That the GI Bill has a lot more money attached to it yeah. than my CAA. Yeah, and also, and it, isn't it once you start it, you can't stop it? Uh, it's based on years. number of months, months yeah. of qualification yeah. that you have. And I would really hate to see you, like my spouse right now, he's going to community college, but he's not tapping into his GI Bill because he's getting ready to do a program that's way more expensive. Gotcha. We'd rather save those months of, you know, eligibility mm-hmm. for, for I just pay out the pocket right now, a thousand dollars, as opposed to like later on, like 30 K getting paid for yeah. by the government. So I would definitely um, hesitate unless you're absolutely like, no, no other, this is what I want. There's no, nothing in the future, but uh, that you would rather use it on. But I would definitely recommend for my CA, if you just want to pay after pocket, out of pocket afterwards, or there are a ton of scholarships. I would not discourage someone from not starting Yeah, there's a normally program. a lot of local, mm-hmm. and then there's normally a lot you can just find online. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in other schools I've gone through, there's actually just drop downs for scholarships you could just apply for. Mm-hmm. And along with just, you can go on Google and just type in scholarships for military spouses. You can throw in your branch. You can throw in any other things that would, mm-hmm. I guess, be qualifications and yeah, there's so much there's so much some. out there mm-hmm. so i wouldn't discourage you i wouldn't tap into the gi bill in that case no yeah okay well that's good to know okay well this has been great i'm gonna end it here before zoom kicked us out mm-hmm. on that note thank you again thank so you. much so, thank you so much ladies i really appreciated it <laughs> thanks so shannon what did you think of all of that? I know you didn't hear all of it right away. You had to listen to it after I edited it and sent it to you. But what did you think? Oh, my God. Like, the amount of information she has just pales in comparison of what, like, we we spoke about, what we even know. Because, right. like, neither one of us have used my CAA. And mm-hmm. it was just nice knowing that someone out there not only has this information, is willing to share mm-hmm. it with people like she's, oh, yeah. she's not like hiding yeah. this like haha i have information and you right. can't have it no she wants to yeah. help people she wants people to not only take this information that she had to work hard to gain but she's keeping mm-hmm. up on all the changes which yeah when she was like oh you know i follow congress i was like oh, oh are we supposed to be following congress whoopsie daisy <laughs> Oops, she's so smart. Yeah, I. So, oh, so yeah. people have questions regarding any of this. We don't or hesitate even want to meet send it with in. her. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to get in touch with her, maybe you can't find her on social media, can't find her book. Like you guys can definitely send send us a DM, and we will, or an email even, yeah. and we will put you in touch with her because I have her email contact and everything like that. So yeah, I mean, I wasn't even planning on going back to school, but then she told me about how I could actually be using it. And I was like, I mean, it's $4,000 to learn anything new. Like yeah. that sounds super fun, actually. I, so, I might have I love to that she... see if I can find a certificate that I can get into. Yeah. I want to get, I want to find some form of certification that's going to assist me in my psychology degree. Mm-hmm. Hopefully before I jump into my master's, it's going to be this really weird cut time. <laughs> I'm going to have to try to get this. Yeah, and I think it was, pretty sure it was after the interview that you guys talked about potential certificates mm-hmm. that you could look into that she was already familiar with. Oh, yeah. Even, like, so. she was already like, girl, yeah. hit me up. I got you. And I'm like, 
what? Yes. She's just like a horde of information. So super knowledgeable. I love that. She made me feel like I definitely should not have a podcast because I don't know anything. <laughs> but not in a condescending <laughs> way, just in a way that she was so intelligent. So Well, it was yeah. nice that, like I said, she has this information and she's willing to share it. And I think that's kind of like mm-hmm. what was her whole purpose of this podcast is to take right. information that people don't know where people are just like I don't even know where to find this and just kind of try to put it in at least one little corner of the internet for people to go mm-hmm. oh I forgot there's an episode in season two episode three in this podcast they actually yeah. talk about my CAA and there's actually a wonderful resource you could just click on her show notes and even check out check her out on Instagram yeah. or even her Facebook groups yeah. and get a hold of this information like it's not and another thing I think she said, not during the interview itself, but in her book, there's literally like a step-by-step almost like worksheet yep. and checklist of like, this is what I want. And she will literally help you find exactly the school, exactly the program that, you know, she knows my CAA is going to cover. So really, guys, if you've been going back and forth on this, you're not even sure. Like, this is Get such it. an amazing resource. So, yeah, I hope that I hope that this helped just like. One person that wasn't really sure what they wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, I hope this helps out somebody somewhere because I know she's going to be helping us out too on the side. So I'm not mad yeah. about it either. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think, I mean, is it too early to tease the Shannon? But I know we're actually going to be having another, uh, let's call them a professional on the show soon. Yes. Is it too soon to tease yes. it? I don't think it's too soon no, to tease No, it's never it. too soon. <laughs> Yes. So yeah, stick stick around. Um, I'm just really excited that we're getting some really smart and educated and amazing yeah, spouses. We're on getting here to a, share. We're getting a lot of really good interview season too. We actually have what yes. two lined up right now for the month of like August. Yes. Yeah. So stay tuned, guys. It's gonna be great. You don't just have to hear us guess our way through episodes anymore. You get to hear real information. Woohoo. So, but all right. Well, on that note, Shannon, this has been so much fun. I've loved this. Um, and we'll get back to you all in two weeks. Yep. See you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening this week. If you want to get in touch with us, please don't hesitate to reach out on social media. We're at PS We Have Orders Podcast on Instagram. You can, of course, shoot us an email at PS We Have Orders Podcast at gmail.com if you have any feedback or suggestions for an episode. If you want to get more involved, you can always join the Millstone Muster community and you can chat with us or any other wonderful military spouse in our community. We love hearing back from you all. You're literally the reason we do this. If you can, please rate, review, and subscribe to PS Way of Orders wherever you listen to your podcast. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to tune in in two weeks for our next episode.